I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my 9 to 5 job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Hi there, and welcome to Lead with Impact. I am Brian, and I am so excited that you are here today. We have a fantastic guest with us. We'll be joined by Alexandria Agresta. Alexandria co-founded Purpose Pioneers, where she empowers the post-9 to 5 purpose-driven coach and leader to craft their business from the purpose up so they can go from chaos and confusion to confidence and certainty in their new path. Alexandria believes in creating a world where people fully align what they do to make money with what they do to experience meaning and fulfillment in their lives. And uh, she calls herself the empathetic butt kicker. (laughs) She'll give you a hug and a butt whipping when you need it the most. Those are her words, not mine. But uh, I can't wait to talk to her and uh, hear her message. So let's meet Alexandria. And we are fortunate today to be joined by Alexandria Agresta. Thank you so much for joining us, Alexandria. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to dive into meaningful conversation with you. It is a pleasure. Can you tell our listeners what exactly you do? How do you help people? Yes, amazing question. So I like to start with the world that I'm creating. So I really believe in creating a world where people fully align what they do to make money with what they do to experience meaning and fulfillment. I truly believe in the balance between impact and income, between purpose and profit. And I don't believe that we have to sacrifice one for the other. We can do work that is authentic and meaningful to us while creating abundant amount of income so we can keep doing things that are meaningful to us and creating a massive impact in the world. So that belief really spurred my company, Purpose Pioneers, which I co-founded with my business partner. And how we help people is we empower purpose-driven coaches to really build their company from the ground up, or as we like to say, from the purpose up. Because purpose is the foundation. It's the core. It's like it's like the architecture of the house that you're building. So it, you set yourself up for sturdy, sustainable, and meaningful success. And really that intention is to empower these coaches to go from those feelings of overwhelmness, frustration, not really knowing what to do in the early stages, to feeling ultimate clarity in what they stand for, how they help people, confidence in what they're saying and what they're selling, and certainty that becoming a coach was the right decision. What's that look like when somebody comes to you and says, I need help with this? So the main thing that we are up to right now is we have a coaching program. So our coaches come on with us and they engage in a online coaching program. And the main thing that we help them do is we created a system. It's called the Purpose and Profit Alignment System. So we've developed these tools, these frameworks that put purpose at the core of a business strategy. And we actually help them and we guide them to implement this system, which is the very system that we use every single day, into their business. And what it does is it empowers them to align their impact and their income. And how I see that is connecting their gift, 
how they transform people, their zone of genius with the true needs of the people. It's all about connecting those two. Because if we don't, then we're going to experience burnout on either side. So that is the tangible of how the purpose stuff looks. <laughs> That's incredible. First of all, I have to say I love zone of genius. That is a great phrase. I don't know if you trademarked that. I've never heard it before, but I love it. I really? Think... You haven't heard that before? No. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I feel honored that I just shared that with you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And that really resonates with me because I've seen people and know people, as I'm sure we all do, that have a business, but it's almost like they, we hold back sometimes because it doesn't really feel like us. Yes. Or it gravitates to a place where it doesn't feel like us. And it holds us back from taking the next step. Well, Brian, I want to touch on something really, really, really important. I think you'll resonate it with, with it as well. So as you heard me say, the system's called purpose and profit alignment. So if we are not living in the balance, I want to share with you what happens. And this is what I've seen with myself, some struggles that I had and what I still see in the market. So if we're living too much in the purpose, too much in, you know, what's meaningful to us, what's authentic to us. Yes, that is incredible. And I want people to live there, but I call it, we just throw up our purpose on people. And what that means is we show up every day, we share our gifts, we share all these perspectives that we have, but it's not connecting with people in a way that makes them want to take the next step and buy. So the burnout happens of I'm showing up every day, but people aren't resonating. They're, they're saying, yes, this is amazing, but I don't really need it. And then on the other side of what you said of just focusing on the profit side, the way that I see that is people are just focusing on other people's needs. And that could look like I have a million ideas of ways to help people. And it may get so overwhelming that someone doesn't even get it off the ground. But if they do end up getting something off the ground, if it's solving someone someone's needs, but it's not serving the entrepreneur or the coach's needs at the same time, then they're going to quickly feel disconnected from their business. Yeah, they might make money. Yeah, it might become successful. But they're always going to be asking, you know, what's more? Like, I, I want to feel fulfilled. So there's actually burnout on either side. That's why I'm so insanely passionate about living in the balance. It's about meaning and sustainability always growing together. That's an incredible message because I think it's so easy to get trapped on either side of that. I've yes. seen, I've seen just like you said, the opposite too is people, you know, we all hear live our passion, do our passion. And that can be great as long as there's a paying audience for it and somebody wants to buy it and you're good enough so that people do want to buy it. And I think that can be a trap itself in a way, like you said, unless you're really aligning it to profit somehow. Exactly. And I think it gives people a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth of, oh, well, if I follow my passion and do what's meaningful to me, then I can't make money. And I'm over here like, hold the phone. That is not true. It's, you just don't know what you don't know. And there's a beautiful way to make sure they're always growing together. So yes, I totally agree. That's incredible. So we have before us, Alexandria, purpose and profit, powerful message. How did, how does one get here? What was the journey like to get to this point? Oh man, where is point A? That's always my question. Where did this all really begin? Man, so here's the cool part. And I'm really fortunate that I got to grow up in a family of entrepreneurs. 
So that is what I saw growing up. I saw my family running businesses that they loved. I saw them working together. So I actually knew that I wanted to get into the entrepreneurship space. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to really make an impact on the world and be my own boss. So I knew that, but then I got caught up in, I guess I'll go to college because I guess that's what I do when I'm 18. Uh, But here's the crazy part. My family, none of them went to college. So I just developed that belief from society, from my friends. So I went to college and I'm grateful I did, but I got caught up in society's expectations, thinking I needed to do all these certain things and GPAs and get this job and do that. And I'm really grateful that I realized quickly, I was like, I don't want to go down this path that was already built for me. I want to go down my own path and build my own path. So as a sophomore in college, I started my first company. I'm no longer with that company, but I was like, I need to start this now. There's no better time than in this moment. I have nothing to lose. So yeah, I'm going to stick with the college thing. I'm going to get the degree and I'm going to go through this experience with gratitude, but I want to get my degree in life. So I always say I got two degrees at once. I got my hospitality degree and then I got my life and business degree just by going out there and taking action. So that's where it started. And how I got to Purpose Pioneers, I just think it was a natural, beautiful evolution. When I started my first business, it was never about the money. I always wanted to make an impact. I wanted to empower people to be better than they were before. I wanted to transform people from the inside out. So that was always top of mind. And I think it just kept evolving to purpose, purpose driven business. How can I do things that are amazing and meaningful, but also make abundant amounts of money? And it just evolved. And then I decided with my business partner to slap an LLC name on it. And here we are. <laughs> here we are. Were there any, were there any struggles along the way? Were there times where you're thinking, boy, I just don't know if this is going to work. Maybe I need to do something else. Oh my goodness. Of course. Would it be entrepreneurship if we didn't have those struggles? <laughs> yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I battled with was feeling like I had to take on everything. This, this, I had this weight on my shoulders a lot throughout the early stages of becoming an entrepreneur. I have to do it on my own. I have to know all the answers. I have to figure it out. Like this, this loneliness feeling. And I realized I don't have to do it alone, nor do I think it's meant to be done alone. And when I need help, I'm going to go ask for help, right? I had to change my relationship with vulnerability and know that vulnerability is power. And when I step into that and just ask for what I need, then I can gain the support and the people that are out there waiting for me to say, Alex, I've been waiting for you to to come, come to me and ask for help. So that was the biggest thing. And I remember I went through this like physical transformation. I was in a three day like self-awareness workshop. It was liberating. It was transformational. And I actually felt the weight lift off my shoulders when I had this revelation. And I just surrendered to, I need help. I'm not supposed to figure out everything on my own. And I'm going to go get the help that I need. And that's when I hired my first coach. And that's when I think the whole coaching model in my head just flip the script and change my life. And that's how I think I became a coach. I didn't even know I was going to become a coach, to be honest. <laughs> wow. So you had yeah. a, sounds like you had a real mentor that helped you. Yes. Yes. I, I had two mentors and then it just, it never stopped. 
I, I noticed that when I gained support and got a mentor, got a coach, consultant, whatever it was that I needed at that time, my results in life and in my business grew exponentially. I saw things that I couldn't see from my own eyes and the success that I'm at now, I would not be here without the guidance, the mentorship that I finally seeked instead of thinking I had to do it all by myself. We do shout outs here. So is there anybody that you'd like to name as a mentor that helped you along the way? Oh man. Yeah. Um, Adam and Bill from Orlando, Florida, they have a company called Accelergy. It was all about sales and really creating a, a sustainable business model. That was with my first company. They were absolutely pivotal. And then uh, my coach now is Alex Jeffries, another fellow Alex, who is really just helping me embrace a, a more abundant mindset and build something that is both meaningful and sustainable. So shout out to those peeps. That Love is, you both. That is, that is brilliant. <laughs> you talk a lot about being a purpose-driven coach, and you sort of alluded to this, but can you give us a little bit more of a definition? What is a purpose-driven coach in your mind? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So the way that I see a purpose-driven coach is someone who wants to transform people from the inside out. So they they really believe that mindset and empowering processes are going to get someone to be and do what they couldn't do before. So that's one part of it. And then the purpose-driven part is they really put their impact first. Like, yes, they want to make a lot of money. But they know and believe that when they put their purpose and their impact first, and that is their intention, the money will come, and it will come in large quantities. <laughs> if somebody was going to sit down to you, if Brian came to you and said, all right, Alexandria, fix me. Get me on, <laughs> get me on the right path. In five minutes, what would you tell me to sort of get me started in the right direction? Oh, my God, in five minutes. All yeah, right. So <laughs> Maybe 10. Well, yeah. Let, let me think about this for a second. So if someone came to me and said, all right, I'm ready for this. So here, here's the cool part. I am in the business of helping other coaches develop businesses, right? So what I've learned is business is all about mindset. Someone could be jiggling the keys to a million dollar business over your head. And if your mindset isn't in the right place and you don't have beliefs that are empowering and you're telling yourself positive things to get you to where you want to go, it's going to be useless. So I think even before getting into my systems and all the fun purpose stuff in five to 10 minutes, I would work through beliefs. What are the things that you're currently telling yourself? What are the things that you feel are holding you back? What are the decisions that you've been making up until this point that are creating your reality? So I would dive first into thoughts, habits, decisions, and then from there, it's all about rewriting them to then set yourself up to go into the fun new business stuff and even creating a business in general. So that's where I would start. And of course, I would sprinkle some of my purpose beliefs all on top of it. <laughs> so when people come to you, do they typically know what the problems are or do you have to pull it out of them and reflect it back? Yeah, I think that's an awesome question. And I think it's a both and scenario. So the people that I attract, that I end up helping, they do know the pain they're experiencing, because they've gotten to a point in their life, they're like, I, I don't, I don't want to experience this anymore. 
So I do think they come to me in a vulnerable state. They're open and willing to sharing where they're at because they know I need to know that in order to help them and push them forward. But the other side of that is it's up to me to ask the right questions, to pull out more of that juicy, much needed information so we can get them to where they want to go. Perfect. And I, I want to keep playing this game a little bit more. <laughs> what is the typical thing? If you had to say, there's one thing I hear time and time again when people come to me that is holding people back. What, what would a big one be? Ma'am. If I had to pick one, and, and this is what I hear a lot with, with my clients and potential clients, they're like, Alex, you know, I know I can do this. Like, I really do believe I have a purpose and I can help people, but I just don't know where to start or what to even do to get this off the ground. So that's really where I like to catch people because that unknowing, that ambiguity just holds them back completely. They may not even start the business. They may not even start speaking their truth and they might just live in that. I'm never going to step into my potential. So that's, that's the pain. And then that's the deeper fear of, I'm so confused and I'm so stuck that if I don't get the, the path forward and I don't, if it doesn't clear up and the fog go away, I'm never going to step into my purpose and potential. And I'm never going to be fully fulfilled and do what I want to do in this lifetime. That's powerful. It is. It is. It's, it becomes a really meaningful experience even before people join my program. It sounds like a really rewarding thing to do. Yes. I, yes, that's a really great word. I feel, I feel like I'm contributing and impacting people's lives, even if they don't give me money. And that to me, that is true purpose driven business. Exactly. Yeah. Now let me jump off topic a little bit. Our last episode, we spoke a lot about whether or not you're an introvert or an extrovert. The last person we had on described themselves as extroverted introvert, and we had a great conversation. So I just think it's a great question. Would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert, and how does that affect your mission? Brian, this is really funny because I was going to say I'm an extroverted introvert. So I am very similar to the last guest you had. So the way that I see an extroverted introvert So my extrovert side, I love having conversations, right? I love engaging on podcasts and hanging out with amazing people like you. I'm active on social media. I love doing videos. I'm a speaker, so I'm speaking on stages. So I really vibe off of that outgoing, talkative, social butterfly energy. But after I engage in that, I'm like, okay, I need to reset. And I don't want to talk to anyone. I love you all, but I need to go have me time. So that's my introverted side of I'm okay leaving the party, right? I have some friends that they want to stay at the party. I'm like, they're a hardcore extrovert. I'm like, um, it's time to leave the party. So I go back, you know, I, I regroup and I really like to spend time with me. That's how I learn. That's how I grow. And my introverted side actually makes me a better extrovert. It's the way I see it. Right. Yeah, I can relate to that. A lot of that. I love that. You talk a lot about core values, and I saw a couple of your core values online. Would you like to talk about maybe what your core values are and how they drive your business? Yeah, so let me give 
my perspective on what core values are and even why they're on like my LinkedIn profile, right? So the way that I see core values are values are guiding principles that guide every single decision that we make. And I don't know if anyone knows this, but we make 35,000 decisions a day. And I've always asked myself, how do we make these decisions? What is it that's guiding us? And I've uncovered that it's values. So a value is just that principle. And then it's really important to describe what that principle means to you. I call it a value narrative. It's almost as if you're narrating the value through a story to bring it to life through your unique lens. So I really, really firmly believe that every single human, like I am fully generalizing right now and I never do that. <laughs> every, <laughs> every human on planet earth must get clear on their core values because it's going to give them clarity in how they make decisions. It's going to make tough decisions actually easy because now you have boundaries and you have words to describe it. So that's just my quick little rant on values and why they're so important. And for me, my, I mean, I have, I have five core values. So I have my personal values. I have my business values. So for my business, I'll just name two so I can give you my value narrative, a pioneering spirit, embracing the unknown with a courageous and curious spirit, and then intentional living, aligning every thought and decision with your purpose. So those are two values that my business partner and I, every major decision that we want to make, we say, okay, let's bring back our values. Does this decision align with all of them? And will it further this mission that we have? And like I said, it just makes, it makes life and decisions effortless and exciting. And, and I never look back now and go, why did I do that? Now I have, I have like a due north. I have something to go off of and go, okay, this is what guided me. And if it feels out of alignment, I can just go back and get back into alignment. So like a filter, you run everything through. Uh, and yes, it's a great way to approach things because so many of us get stuck. I get stuck sometimes and I'm an overthinker and I think I'm not right. alone. And I, I love that because it just, like you said, it brings clarity. Exactly. I love that you use the word filter. That's a beautiful way to look at it. It's it's your unique filters of how you want to show up in the world and how you want to put your truth, your mission out into the hands of others. And I have to ask you about one. You didn't mention it, but I did see one of your core values was be weird. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my my personal core values. Yeah, just be weird. Be you. Be real. Embrace your, your authentic self because that's all you got at the end of the day. And people want to see people who are weird because we're all a little weird some ways. And yeah. nobody wants to see, I think, a picture perfect person uh, who's, you know, just represents that side of themselves. So I think there's a lot of value to that. Yeah, I agree. And here, here's a thought, you know, what even is perfect? What is, what is a perfect life? What is a perfect business? What is a perfect person? The way that I see perfect is it's our weirdness and it's our imperfections. It's our quirkiness. It's for me, I'm really energetic and I move my hands around and I make weird sounds and noises and it just makes me me. And I agree. People, people are attracted to people that are their real, silly, weird, authentic selves. Exactly. Yeah. Philosophical question is one of my favorites. If you could send a message to yourself 10 years ago, what would you tell your younger self? 
Brian, I think you're going to like my answer. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I want you to tell me after I answer this, if anyone else has answered this way. So what I would tell myself, what, 10 years ago, you said? I, I wouldn't change anything. I would tell my, my self 10 years ago, keep going and keep doing whatever you feel that you need to do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't add a piece of advice, right? I wouldn't like tell myself something that my future self knows because I firmly believe every single thing in my journey, whether it was quote unquote good, quote unquote bad, it shaped me into who I am. And if I shifted it, then I might not even be here right now talking to you on this podcast. So I would just tell myself nothing and I would just let myself keep going and keep living. No one has said that yet. So <laughs> that's perfect. Wow. Wow. It, it's really funny, Brian, because my friend and I were just talking about that question and I was like, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't tell myself anything. I would just kick my butt and keep on going. So it's, it's really awesome that you brought that question up. I love it. I'm waiting for somebody to say, I would tell my younger self to buy Apple stock or buy Google or something of that nature. Oh, that's good. That's come on. That's good. A little back to the future scenario. I love Uh, that. So speaking of time travel, what does the future hold for Alexandria? Ooh, I like that question. So I can't think too much into the future because I I do like to honor me living in the present. So I'll say maybe like the next two years. I think that's, that's far enough out for me to think. I am writing my first book, so I'm really excited to put my thoughts into something that someone can experience through that way, through reading. I'm really ramping up my speaking career where I can share this message about purpose driven business and our movement, the Purpose First Movement on stages all over the world and reach out to people that I may have never been able to reach out to before. And then keep growing our business and and keep empowering people to become purpose pioneers and really live in that balance of purpose and profit alignment. So I think uh, that's what my next couple of years looks like. And of course, the magical wonders of every day that I never know are going to happen. That's that's a great part of the future. <laughs> of course. So, Sandy, you want to tell us a little bit about the book? Get an early plug in or? Yes, yes, yes. I, have, I haven't talked about this much, especially live. So I'm super excited. So it's going to be, it's going to be called Growth Year. And it's going to be 12 chapters and each represent a month out of the year. And it's going to be these principles that I believe every single person on what I call their growth year learns. And everyone learns it through their unique lens. But it's these 12 principles that I believe get us purpose ready to shoot our vision and mission into the world, whether that's a business, whether that's, you know, build, you know, working as in a career, whether that's ditching everything and traveling the world, whether it's working for a nonprofit, whatever it is, I feel that people have this switch and they go, I'm ready to create the life that I want, but I got to go through this stuff first. I got to learn these principles and then I'm ready to do all the things. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm really excited. Do you have any last messages that you'd like to share or share with people? And also where can they find you online? Oh, super active on Facebook. So you can just check me out there. Type in Alex Agresta. You can type in the word purpose too. I'll usually pop up that way. And then you can check out our website, purposepioneers.com to learn more about our movement. And then of course, my personal page as well, which is alexandriaagresta.com. Awesome. And any last messages for people? 
Oh, man. This is a mantra that I live by. I don't know who came up with it, me, my business partner, but somehow it came out of both of our mouths. And it's that things don't take time, they take courage. So if there's something that you've been wanting to do, do it. It doesn't need to be at a certain time. You don't need to achieve certain things. You don't need to have a certain amount of money in your bank account. All it takes is digging inside, embracing that courage, and saying yes, and jumping off the cliff. So whatever it is you want to do, go do it. That is an amazing note to end on. Alexandria, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ryan. That was Alexandria Agresta, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I took a lot away, especially Alexandria's thoughts on purpose and having core values and the value narrative. You know, I think having those core values individualized for yourself not only helps you set your direction, but also can help to differentiate yourself from your competition because they will uniquely identify you and help draw you to the people that you want to work with and that want to work with you. So, fantastic concepts. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. If you found us out there somewhere on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, if you could take a moment to like, rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff would be greatly appreciated. That is it for today's episode. Go out. Have a great day, lead with impact, and I will talk to you next time.